Hello, and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blog cast. This is episode 88, and it has been a little while since I've recorded a podcast. Apologies if you were waiting with bated breath and I have not gotten back to you. Um, it's been a busy couple of weeks, and uh, I was actually away from my apartment for a week without my microphone, so I was not able to record the podcast while I was away. Uh, I mean, I could have, but it would have sounded terrible. <laughs> uh, so, and I was going to record this podcast yesterday, and, but my computer would not turn on all night. And then when I finally just restarted it and did it, like started it from my backup, the reinstall took, it. well, I think it took like four hours. Four hours? Yeah. So I was ready for bed. In fact, in bed by the time my computer turned itself back on. Ah, technology. And my phone went crazy today, too. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't really believe in the whole Mercury retrograde thing, but it did cross my mind. Um, so, uh, I thought the next blog was going to be, uh, one called artist service, but in fact, um, the next one up is, is called what people click on. Um, it's one I actually wrote months and months ago and I was just kind of holding it back cause I was like, Meh, I don't know about this one. Um, but it, interestingly, a couple people told me it was thought-provoking and, and uh, that it was meaningful to them. So I'm glad that I, I went forward anyway. And, but the other thing is, I mean, it's a little bit about Facebook and social media. And I wrote it well before all of the big old uh, Cambridge Analytica stuff came out. Um, so it's just a funny um, – I, I feel like this – blog might have come out like I might have published it like right before uh right before that news broke actually and this doesn't really have to do with that um it's more about kind of what drives traffic on those scene um on those sites also what's funny about this particular blog is that I got like all of these new followers but they're all like you know, business solutions and like all these like weird <laughs> business people started following me um, when I posted this because um, it's called what people click on. And, and that is, in fact, the thing, the, the thing that everyone is very interested in right now. That is how you make money these days is by figuring out what makes people click on things and then making them do it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so hi to all my new business followers. I'm sure you're going to get very confused when I start talking about, like, feminism and Broadway and theater and whatnot. But welcome. I'm happy to have everyone. Um, and also, oh, hi to Johan, uh, who is my uh, Twitter, my first Twitter tweet um, listener, who I don't know. So um, that's exciting to, to, to get a tweet about the blog. So hi, Johan, thank you for listening. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm going to read this to you. And, uh, and later I will, I'm actually in the process of working on a post like specifically about Facebook, because a lot of people are, are leaving. And um, this whole Cambridge Analytica thing is actually not a surprise to me. I've been listening to uh, podcasts about it and reading about it. And all. so like, I'm, I'm still there. And I'm going to write a blog about why um, shortly, but this one is more about 
um, clicks and likes and, and social media traffic and whatnot. So here it is. One of the side activities of having a blog is watching the stats roll in. My host, WordPress, keeps track of views and clicks on my blog, and they share that info with me. This means I see when a post is traveling through the internet, usually Facebook, and when it does not. The bulk of my views tend to come through Facebook, WordPress shares where the click originated, and I can see what posts people read on Facebook, what caught people's attention, and what did not. Based on that, admittedly limited data set, I might determine that people are the most interested in sexual harassment. My big viral hit a few years ago, 4,000 views in one day, was on this topic and the subsequent follow-ups were also in my top most views. In the recent wave of discussion on this topic, triggered by Weinstein, I found my blog getting more views again. It makes me think about the following possibilities. People are very interested in sexual harassment, or I just happen to be a better writer on this topic than I am on other ones. Another possibility is that Facebook likes to promote topics in this vein, as it hits two of their algorithmic favorites, things that generate outrage and sex. Not that sexual harassment really has anything to do with sex, but it does have the word in it. Based on the data, I might, if I were a person who was interested in following the market, be inclined to write more about sexual harassment and less about, say, arts education. But I don't trust the data. I'm interested in it, but I don't trust it. Social media companies make money on outrage. They promote posts that stir up controversy. Controversy means more comments and more time on the platform. And they are disinclined to promote posts that take people outside the network. I'd imagine they're not so keen on posts that are critical of their platform either, unless, of course, they trigger a lot of comments. I wrote a post a while back about how discussion on social media isn't really discussion, about being reflective about what these platforms can actually do for us, and that post got, like, no views. This could be because it wasn't that interesting to people. Fair point. Very possible. But it could also be because Facebook isn't that interested in being reflective about itself. Because it's an open question, I really cannot and should not base what I write on my stats. And I also need to be careful about making assumptions about people based on my stats. These sorts of data can make me feel like people are only interested in hearing from women when we've been the victim of something. And I have to hope that that's not true. In reading this, I just realized like, oh, the ending of this piece is just like a little bit abrupt. And I think in a way it's because I'm ending in a place where I have been before. So I've talked a little bit about um, this, this sort of victim stories and, and how those tend to be the, the ones that get women famous. Um, so in a way, it's just like a continuation of a, of a theme I have, I have been to before. So if that's interesting to you, um, there's quite a bit more on the blog. I don't, I think I was not yet recording the podcast when I, when I wrote a couple of those kinds of posts. Um, 
so yeah, so if you're interested in that, um, check it out on the blog. Um, yeah, so um, I have no podcast recommendations for you right now. <laughs> Um, the one you're listening to, thank you for listening, by the way. Um, and I, I, I do have, though, a sort of unique song moment here for the end. Um, because as, as many of you who've been reading the blog and listening to the blogcast know, I, I've just been in a more kind of um, interpretive place with music the last... I want to say a year and a half-ish. Um, that is, I've been playing a lot of people's songs. So I just, you know, wanted to play, um, you know, protest songs and like just rah, songs that, that uh, help help get us through the current moment. Um, but it had been ages since I'd actually like generated any music with a couple of exceptions. It's been a couple of years, I think, even even for the exceptions. And the exceptions are all um, lullabies for my my friends' babies, um, it, but I um, I finally wrote a song that isn't a lullaby, and uh, and and I'm gonna put it here. So um, enjoy, and uh, it is called "I'm Done," and I won't need to purchase the rights for this song because I wrote it myself. So isn't that nice? <laughs> Um, I think this is kind of a first pass for it, you know, since it's kind of new and it took a little while to kind of gel it all together. Um, but meanwhile, this this is its first journey out. So enjoy. I'm done. I'm done. I took all I could take, you know, I'm done. I got no more smiles to fake. I'm done, 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 done. I won't cover your mistake or forgive the vows you break. I won't shut up, I won't calm down. I won't turn this frown upside down. And even though for some it's just begun, you can stick a fork in me because I'm done. Bend, I'd retreat, I would sit at your feet, I'd look up, I would sigh, at your genius up on high, dreaming of the day you help me up. That's a dream I had to give up. I'm done, I can't take it anymore, you know, I'm I can't contain the roar. I'm done, 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 done. I cut so much slack before. I got nothing left in store. I'm not cool. I've got no chill. Even though that means you will think that I'm no longer any fun. You can stick a fork in me because I'm done. nice, I was kind, always kept your needs in mind. I would smile, I would soothe, and make sure that you'd approve of every single thing I ever said. 
that girl I was before she's dead I'm so tired of you making space for each other. You pass it father to brother. Time you always get the buttered side of toast. And then you boast about it too. And I've had just about enough of you. In fact, I'm done. I'm done.